And I said, okay, well, can I make an offer? And then I threw him a number and I said, X amount over floor. And he responded not long after and he, he said too much. And he dropped the multiple from the floor down substantially. And I was like, this guy's got to be out of his mind for not taking what my initial offer and countering with a lower price. So I was able to finish the entire DeLorean set with the mint number 11111 for, you know, maybe overall five to six X from floor. Wow. Such a sweet guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a very considerate person. And then like the only thing that he asked was to see if I could help him find another collectible or two. And I'm still in the process of doing that because- Man, you know, I love that. This, that's, and that's how you know this is gonna be a fantastic episode. Welcome back to VV Vantage Podcast, everybody. In this episode, we'll be talking about how Mr. V used metadata and some help from great members of the VV community to hunt for his special mint collectibles. And also how the mint matching set that he spent months and over a year to accumulate helped him to make money during this VV bear market and how you can do the same. There's a lot of insight today. Let's get to it. So I have maybe two or three people that I'm speaking to on Twitter who are much smarter than me when it comes to being able to deep dive into metadata. And then they've also shared with me how to seek out particular collectibles on Mutascan, mm. right? So I would you normally I would target the drop days and you could you could you could search by the day and the hour and minute oh, okay. of of when purchases or transactions are made like whether somebody sold it or purchased it you can follow and it, it, you have to look on a computer in order to be able to see the mint numbers so some of it is time consuming if you don't know the specific wallet address of the previous owners and it's you know, I've, I haven't had to do too much. And now there's a, a new website for, or a new app for people who oh, have iPhones. May, maybe, maybe that off, maybe VMate offers the ability to find out who owns which particular mints of specific collectibles. But this app called Token, T-O-K-E-N, Hunter. Oh, wow. Has paired the IMX wallet to mm -hmm. the VV account. Older. Wow, and, that's really cool. And the person who's in charge of it is constantly updating it on a day-to-day -day basis, which is insanely impressive and insanely time-consuming. But they they've and shout out to them for doing this is called that. Token Hunter. Token oh, Hunter okay. version two, and it's only for people who have <clears throat> iPhones, mm -hmm. I believe, or maybe Mac Macintosh devices, mm -hmm. but. It's free for anybody who has an, an iPhone and it, it's, it looks amazing. Unfortunately, I'm an Android guy. So yeah. maybe it's in my best interest to invest in an extra phone, kind of like how you did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now I have, <laughs> I have all the reasons to buy an iPhone. So that, that's a huge help for anybody who's looking to do that. But I've had to, I had to do it by going on the Muta scan, checking out the drop day and kind of clicking through all of the, the drops until I find the mint, but that's insane. That's super time consuming. And so let's just say you're looking for mint five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. So you're looking for this mint five, six, six, seven, eight, nine of the latest collectible you, so you, you, let's just say that you find the address. How do you connect to that person? Oh, you then, then you would have to see what other collectibles that they have in their wallet. Oh, okay. Right. And, 
and kind of search the market mm-hmm. collectible by collectible and mint by mint to see if there's a match that mm-hmm. they're looking to sell. And then you could see what the VV username is. Oh, okay. So that so sounds it's, kind of like rever- it's almost like reverse engineering the whole process. Yeah. It's time consuming and you know, you have to do you've gotta do what you gotta do sometimes to to be able to find these collectibles with specific mints. But now that's a dated approach. And fortunately, there are awesome resources like Token Hundred version two available mm-hmm. to ease that whole process. And you know, if you're a, a mint collector, then you've got the, the keys. Yeah. So I thought that so shout out to Token Hunter V2. I have never heard of it. And I wonder why people don't talk about it. But you should also check out VMate and see if they are available on Android. I think they are because they have that specific functionality as well. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check out VMate. I just yeah. found the the user, the, the Twitter handle of the person who made it. Mm-hmm. Their, their handle on Twitter is C-E-D as in dog, M-R-X, M as in Matthew, R-X. So C-E-D-M-R-X, at C-E-D-M-R-X. And this person is the guy or girl responsible for creating Token Hunter version 2. Yes. I thought it's really cool that people spend a lot of time building these products, which I think will reward them in the long term because a lot of people will be using it. But also there's folks who will match the Twitter handle or the name of that person to the Immutoscan wallet as well, which you probably be familiar with, right? Like, like so like you found like min five, six, seven, eight of this X collectible, you go and you find, oh, this guy will owns it, right? So there's people who are creating this like spreadsheet or tiny database of the, the, the wallet of the top 200 whales or something on the app and then match their names to it. And oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And for my particular case, there was this guy, Ogre, the username, I think it's a guy. The, the username on the VV app is straight, S-T-R-A-I-T. And the reason why I wanted to mention him is I want to give him a shout out because a while back he posts, this is like last August, so August 2022, he posts his photo of like the top 100 VV whales and the NFTs that they own and how much they added or sold within a month or something like that. And that was a kind of like mind blowing to me because I've never seen that kind of data before. Like I know from looking at people's account, but that's like for individual case, right? Like there's no way for me to know this X person owns these many collectibles, but long story short, he sent me this list. This is back in August, 2022. So a lot of it has changed, but I wanted to validate it. So he was saying, oh, Dr. Profit is number one. At that time he had 39 AF 15. I don't know the rarity, probably like secret rare or something. But anyways, Dr. Profit had 39, probably the common editions, but he was number one. This is August last year. Mr. Rolex was at number five. So there are two names that I'm familiar with. The first one is Danny Boyack, who was an interview guest on my channel. Shout out to him. So I asked him, hey, do you have these many NFTs in your account? Just to verify and straight got pretty close. And then I reach out to the second guy who is also a silent whale in our chat. Like he, he used to hang out quite a bit last year in, and in 2021, but we don't see him that much anymore. And he was last, as of last August, he was at number three. So he was the third biggest whale on VV and it's 
Tomko Hoko. Tomko Hoko. So reach out to him because he's in the uh, the army group and ask. And uh, he verified to me. Like he was like, he said like, oh, he was at number three at some point. And then when I, at that time we, when we were talking, he was at number four because he hasn't made any purchases recently. So I thought that's really cool. That's that's an impressive work. I, I don't know how people do it. I, I know that there are some people who are very savvy with tech. They know how to run scripts and just kind of leave the computer alone for a couple hours. There's there's another person that I, I talked to and he kind of explained how he operates to be able to find specific mints. And he actually helped me personally find, you know, a, a, a good amount of things. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, shout out to them. I'd rather not name drop just out of respect for their privacy. But it's it's a tall order, especially like when VV doesn't have any other way to, to help us out, find specific mints. I know that metadata is is transparent, but it turns out right now they're still tra- or not transferring. They're still posting like what collectibles are minted and when and uh, along with the mint numbers and everything. So it's not it's it's say so say for example there's a new drop this week and you could see some of them on muta scan but you cannot see all of them oh so, really yeah is it, that it, is that the are you, are you talking about the older drops because they haven't fully migrated everything to imx right it's it's all oh. in like weird just this it's all disorganized in a way that in the sense that they're show they're showing the collectible and the meta collectibles or comics and their mint numbers on a muta scan at random times so it's they're not doing doing it collectible by collectible or comic by comic they're just doing it in random batches so it's right yeah so even if i go back a month or two months for a specific collectible but with a mint that i'm looking for there are plenty that still have not finished showing up on a muta scan so i'm at the mercy of waiting for that information to be uh, posted on online with imx right it's it's pretty frustrating but you know in 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 this game of mint hunting and collecting you might have to wait a year or two and you know i've i've been rewarded for my patience with being able to finish some super rare sets with the same mint so I, I know how it is, and I'm learning along the way too. So just like with many other parts of how VV operates, it's just a matter of time and being patient. And the people who are most most patient will hopefully be rewarded. Yeah. Without revealing too much details, can you tell me about a time when you went through that metadata rabbit hole and actually purchase successfully purchase a collectible you don't have to name name of the seller or anything or the price so like i think based on what what you mentioned is like you so you found this address who owns this mint number that you were looking for right and then you asked your vv friend to well you you identify a mint you want to hunt so you go ask your friend to find out the the owner or the address of that seller or of that owner and then what you would do is like you would go look at the other collectibles that he or she owns, right? And then if you identify, oh, this particular that this guy will owns is currently on the market, let's go and look up the name in VV. And then you would click on the name and hopefully there's going to be like a Twitter handle or something like that. Is that how it works? Oh, man, I, I've got a whole mess load. I, I don't want to mix them up, but I'll, I'll just share like one or two successful experiences mm-hmm. so 
One was one had to do with the DeLorean, the first edition DeLorean set. Was there that was, a set that you had all three variants with the same mint? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Good. So the mint number was, and I think it's cool, and I'll I'll explain why. So the mint number was one 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 one, and the reason why I targeted that mint was because I was thinking the DeLoreans, like with the DeLoreans, you might be able to, or any vehicle for that matter, you might be able to have your license plate in the metaverse or VVverse show your mint number of the vehicle, and I I know that I can see that happening. I can know, see that happening. Yeah, right? and I know that there's some people. In real life, that like to have those confusing license plate numbers, like z zeros and O's or mm -hmm. L's and ones, to kind yeah. of throw off like people like so that they can't really decipher what the license plate exactly was, which is pretty funny. So I thought I'd play on that, and I waited a good while, and I, I found one of the variants, and I per I found the owner on Twitter, and I negotiated a price. It was very reasonable. And then like a week later, the other another rarity of the DeLorean popped up on the market for several hundred over over the floor, which is just way it was ridiculous. So I waited about a month or so, and then they eventually dropped it a good amount within like a buying range. Let's say I bought that. So I had two out of three. The third one I saw on the market several months before, several months before but it disappeared because it was just way too close to the floor and I, I couldn't find it. So I asked this person, this metadata specialist to help me find who the owner was. And within two or three days, they got back to me because they're, they're a busy person. But anyways, they got back to me and they shared the VV account holder who had it. Wow. And Shout out to this person. Yeah. It, That's amazing. I was blown away. Yeah. And this was my first experience of realizing what the benefits of being able to access metadata was. Anyways, so I, I think I tagged them in the feed and I shared my Telegram info and they messaged me not long after. And we got to talking and I said, hey, are you willing to sell this collectible? And they said, I don't think I, I would be able, I would be willing to let it go for a reasonable price. And I was so discouraged because I went through the <laughs> yeah. first two. And then then I said, okay, well, I, I have this personal habit of if I if if I cannot complete a set with a with a specific mint and I know the person who has the the last mint that I need, I I'm just like, okay, well if if you're not gonna work with me then I'd rather the, the entire set be with at least one of the two of us, right? So I said, all right, well, I'll I'll let you buy these two off of me so at least the, the entire set is complete because it'd be a shame for it not to be completed, especially right. yeah, work, right? And they declined. They said, no, we're okay. Like, or they said that he was okay and would rather not. And I said, okay, well, can I make an offer? And then I threw him a number and I said, X amount over floor. And he responded not long after and he, he said too much. And he dropped the multiple from the floor down substantially. And I was like, this guy's got to be out of his mind for not taking what my initial offer and countering with a lower price. So I was able to finish the entire DeLorean set with the mint number 11111 for, you know, maybe overall five to six X from floor. Wow. Such a sweet guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a very considerate person. 
And then like the only thing that he asked was to see if I could help him find another collectible or two. And I'm still in the process of doing that because man, you know, I love that. This that's kind of connection. That's that's gonna go a long way. Like you help me this time, I'm gonna help you next time. Yeah. And you know, full disclosure, I just I opted to consolidate between the different IPs that I have. So right now I have two exclusively two types of IP and universal did not fall in under one of those IPs. So I ended up working out a deal to sell that set, but the set is together with a new owner. And I think they're a top five or top 10 wallet on the, okay. <laughs> but, but the person is very considerate and very amicable, good, good person, very kind and nice to talk to. So at the very least, I'm still in talks with the the new owner, and they have a phenomenal, phenomenal collection. I think their account is private, but of the things that I've sold to them alone, it's I've I've sold a, a whole lot of nice mints to in pursuit of my most recent stack, and I don't feel bad about it because I think it was it was a very strong play on my part long term. But yeah this this person's got an amazing collection that that and that was my anyways that was my first experience with using metadata to find a particular collectible under a specific username and then tagging them in the feed and being able to communicate with them man that got me curious okay i'm not going to ask for the name of this whale because i respect his or her privacy but this sounds like that's pretty crazy so he's he's a top five whale so he's certainly a, a quantity guy to be able to get there and he's also collect specimen mint so he has both quality and quantity that's tough yeah it's i wish i was in in their shoes but you know you've gotta you've gotta do what you gotta do to to reach reach your goals or meet your objectives right and for yeah. me I, I everything that i've done has been super intentional and cal calculated and i don't regret it you know i don't regret it one bit for for now i'm, I'm okay I, I may regret it later yeah. When people start to really seek the DeLoreans and I, I don't know. When when yeah. you actually line them up, the three variants, and you only see one, 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 the whole three vehicles. Oh man, that's going to be, that's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be an awesome flex piece. Or flex 100%, 100%. So you don't have to re answer this, but did you break even or did you make any kind of profit from that, from selling that set? I No, I... I broke even. I pretty much broke even. Okay, and, and that was that was critical. That that was crucial. So yeah. I, I I came out unscathed. Okay, yeah, that's really good because I remember you were chasing those three variants a while ago, back when the prices were higher, and now being able to break even during this bear market when things are a lot lower compared to a few months ago. That's pretty good. You know, that's that's something else that. I think people are maybe overlooking is when you buy nicer mints, they're a lot easier to sell in a bear market. Mm, they're right. much, people are more inclined to go after those. Even even when the floors are not moving for a specific collectible, if you have mm -hmm. a nice mint of it, you're you're more than likely going to be able to to peel that one off, you know, sell it sooner than if you than if you had a random floor mint. Because you know what? Like when I talked to you for the first time, knowing that you are a specimen collector, to be honest, I was like, man, if, if there's a bear market, this guy is going to have a hard time selling his specimens and he will take a loss on them. But then now I was thinking back about that example and a type of buyer who would, you know, spend money on these specimens. 
these buyers don't care too much about the bear market, right? This is this is their playground. Like this bear market is like their their dream, right? Especially if they want specific mint. This is the opportunity to to get them. So that yeah, you know, like knowing about these examples kind of changed my mind a little bit because a top five whale probably doesn't care too too much about a bear market. If he wants to get that mint, he's gonna get it, right? Yeah, I I would say that from many conversations with these, I, I'd say top twenty five wallets wallet mm-hmm. holders I've had many of them are not necessarily adding fiat. A lot of them are also consolidating as well. However, mm-hmm. some of those pieces, those bigger pieces, they can they can sell pretty easily or, you know, they might sell a whole bunch of like meaningless collectibles with random mints if they stacked some things and they found another opportunity in newer collectibles. Right. And so like with this particular whale, they were selling other collectibles in order to get the gems together to buy a lot of the things that I was selling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if. I'm not a top 25 wallet. I'm not even a top 500 wallet. I don't even right. have like 300 collectibles overall. But it's whenever as a special mint collector, when I do sell a nice mint, I usually am making a lateral move. So like during a bear market, during a bull market, yes, I was paying a premium on the collectibles and it's all relative to the floor, right? To the floor prices. But as bear as there was the, this bear market as this bear market has been developing, the floors have almost across the board been dropping fairly evenly, right? And so in order for me to be able to disassociate myself from these collectibles and detach myself emotionally or financially from a financial standpoint, I have to keep things in perspective of what the floor price, the what the floor prices are. Mm-hmm. So if I bought, I, I don't want to get into two specific examples with dollar amounts. But so if it's if I bought something for 2x floor, for example, Steamboat Willie Ultra Rare, I bought my mint for 10k. That mint was and, and that what 10k was 2x the floor. Back then when you back bought then, it. Back yeah. then. Today the price the floor is like three hundred thirty dollars or three hundred three hundred thirty gems, right? So two X of that is six hundred sixty gems. And then if you start looking at things in that from that kind of perspective, like, okay, if I sold it for 660 gems today, that would be that would be a break even in a sense, right? And I could buy multiples of something else using that kind of money. So I, I've come to understand that if you would think about it under the lens of percentages, yeah, percentages. Mm-hmm. Multiples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and- like, like a tot was 14,000 over a year ago. And, and now it's like, 900 so like but percentages wise yes yeah you're you're right yep Mm -hmm. yeah and like also i sold my i sold my only todd for that steamboat willy which was 2x floor so like i I sold a todd at floor for 10k Mm. and then i bought the steamboat willy (laughs) at 2x floor with that 10k you know it it sounds insane it sounds disgusting (laughs) today but it was it was insane back then too yeah 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 so well sorry it that transaction didn't sound insane back then it was just everything were insane back then so yeah i just wanted to clarify my points go on yeah the floors and price action is wild so today if i was to compare the two so todd is selling for just under 900 gems today and steamboat willie is selling for 330 gems 350 gems let's say i paid 10k for that steamboat willie today 
So like, so, and, and Todd was, so Todd was 10K, Steamboat Willie was 5K. I paid 2X for Steamboat Willie. So it was, that's, that was my play. Today, Todd being about 900 gems and Steamboat Willie being about 330, 350 gems, 2X of, Steam, of Steamboat Willie's floor, right now 660 to 700, 700 gems. And the Todd being 900 gems, I, I, I lost, I lost out like on that, how, whatever the percentage is of the 200 gem difference, mm -hmm. if that makes sense <clears throat> to match the floor of Todd today to two X of what steamboat Willie is. However, however, I've been able to add crazy value by matching the mints with mm. the entire set of that steamboat Willie collection. So I was like, you, you have it. You, oh yeah. You have the whole three variants with the same mints, right? Yeah, and there's like okay, I, I, as of right now, next I, level. <laughs> I I only know of like three or four people now who actually have the complete set with the same mint. So I was also talking with uh, another special mint collector who has an insane collection, who's clearly got a lot more money than I do. I was asking for his opinion very free, frequently, and he was saying that you know, as the more you match those mints for a particular from a particular set, you could add some multiples to the value. Yeah. So if if my special mint Steamboat Willie was only 2x floor, because I matched up the other two collectibles mm -hmm. in that set to it, I could easily charge, I'm just throwing out a random number, I could easily charge 5x to 10x or more, you know, just I can see that. Yeah, depends on the buyer. Right. So that's where that value is. I, I was able to create value by matching up the mints. And truth be told, it's the mints that I have. It, it, it doesn't quite matter as much as, as just because the fact that I was able to match them all is a huge task. It's a huge undertaking in itself. If anyone else was to do the same with any other random mint for that set, especially the more collectibles in a set, the more difficult it is, the greater value you create for your por portfolio if you choose to sell it later on. Like, so for me, I had no intention of selling that DeLorean set. However, I created so much value in, right. in that set by piecing it all together. I did the work for a future collect, for a future holder of that set and it made it that yeah. for me to move it yeah because for guys like that particular well you know like spending hours not even hours days and months if he want to match the whole set that time because he's probably extremely wealthy right that time for him probably is worth way 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 more than what he's paying you today especially if he really wants it right like for for a guy like him an hour of his time is probably worth a couple hundred bucks easily, right? So instead yeah. of waiting, negotiating, which can be a bitch sometimes, right? And that feeling of, oh, I have two, this other guy doesn't want to sell a third one, that's going to take him even longer. But now he has that whole set nicely packaged coming from you, that's going to save him way more than what he paid for. And that's going to make him like this, his collection looks way way better yeah it's it's amazing mm -hmm. it it makes for being liquid during a bear market very simple it i i've had zero issue yeah zero issues selling my special mints like to the point where i've gotten as much as many gems as i needed not as much as i wanted but as much as i needed yes. in order to be able to make those lateral moves to 
add even greater value to my collection within those certain IPs that I do have. And now my collection, I'm very proud of, of, of what I've been able to piece together. And a lot of it is because of the work that I did. So I front loaded all this work into matching sets and finding these nice mints for these buyers during the bear market. And it's it's made me extremely like liquid to be able to do whatever I needed to at this time. And yes, I did put hours and hours into it. Lots of sleepless nights, lots of money, about yeah. like dollar dollars to it. However, the opportunity cost that I've created for myself during this bear market has been phenomenal. It's just it's just astounding what I was able to do. And just like these guys who I've been selling these nice mints and nice sets to, I've been able to do much of the same. I've been able to offer multiples from the floor to people who have these nice mints that I was seeking and acquire them and just enhance my collection, add val further value. And that's what this is all about, I think, right now during this bear market, just adding value where other people may not see it. Yeah, I certainly didn't see any value in having a set with the same mint until today, to be honest with you. I mean, like, first, we don't really see it like you have it, right? But then I don't get to see it unless I really go look for it. And then, well, I, I've mentioned this story one or twice, but like I saw Grubber B having like set of all four collectibles having mint 45 and 98. And I thought that was cool. Well, this is going to look good in his vault. But then like think about it from a return on investment side is 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 pretty crazy to, to, to think about because yeah, you are enhancing that particular set a whole lot. But at the same time, the buyers, they don't mind paying money because you know, that feeling of missing something or like that opportunity cost of them spending their time that costs hundreds of dollars, even thousands of dollars hunting one or two extra mints. They would much rather pay, pay you and get the set. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that that's just <laughs> that's just that whole DeLorean experience was just one of countless countless <laughs> experiences of, of mint hunting. That is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you have learned a little bit from Miss V's journey to collect specimen collectibles, the importance of metadata, and asking for help from the community, and how awesome people can be. Keep in mind that nothing we talked about is a financial advice. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a review, a comment, anything, tweet us. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on the actionable and valuable insights, everything VV and Omen related. Thank you so much. We hope to see you again next time. Peace.